0: Hey guys, this is Joe, founder and host of StartupRate.io. As you guys may already know, I've run this podcast full-time since January 2021. I'm very happy to announce that Anchor FM is my sponsor for this podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free and it's easy to use, even for a newbie Welcome to startuprad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews and live events. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is Joe from startuprad.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany, as well as the world's first internet radio station dedicated to startups and tech companies. Today, we bring you another special bonus episode covering a change in the German legal frame for institutional funds. This sounds a little bit boring at first, but it may have big implications for the crypto markets. But to make this much more entertaining, this special episode, uh, I brought you a lawyer. Hey, welcome, Marco. How are you doing? Oh, good. Yeah, thanks for the introduction, Dion. Well, if it comes to lawyers, you're one of the more entertaining guys. (laughs) Thanks for that. You're very welcome. Can you please introduce yourself a little bit to our audience? Keep in mind that more than half of the people are just listening to this podcast and not actually watching it on YouTube.
1: Yeah. um, uh, (laughs) Happy to do so. Yeah, I'm Marco. I'm a uh, regulatory lawyer with uh, EY Law and... uh, which is uh, the law company or the law firm of uh, EY. And um, I'm, a, I'm a partner and f- uh, with a strong focus on, on the asset management industry and uh, FinTech as well. And uh, in this regard, of course, I'm, I'm looking at current uh, de- developments uh, in the regulatory field and advising uh, yeah, startups, FinTechs, and also institutional investors, uh, banks, financial service institutions, etc., and also investors uh, with regards, for example, to uh, investments in crypto assets, and the structure of uh, structuring of investment funds. What we are uh, also want to talk about today?
0: Yes, and basically, the curiosity. Basically, this special episode was sparked by a lot of posts, blog posts I've been reading in the last few weeks and month because there was an announcement Germany is going to have a new asset management investment law, however you want to call it, uh, which regulates all the legal structures of funds. And uh, the reason this made such a big wave is that there is one little, uh, a few little sentences in there that permit institutional funds German institutional funds to invest in cryptocurrencies. Um, this law will come into effect on August 2nd, 2021. And actually uh, we here and we talking for the very simple reason, because I do believe it's completely overstated what is to be expected of German institutional investors investing in the crypto space. I, I just have one here by decrypt.co. Damn huge. Germany opens up to institutional crypto funds. Um, and when I read this, I've been a consultant in asset management for almost a decade and it instantly gave my brain some error messages for the very simple reason because uh, German investors are not very known to, be, to have a big risk appetite, Um, we may add that most of the money in those institutional funds, and uh, I'm just basing this on the uh, Kapitalmarkt statistic, meaning an official statistics of the German Central Bank. And they had at this point um, 1.8 trillion euros, meaning somewhere above 2.1 trillion US dollars in asset under management and that was as end of April 2021 it's the last available statistics to us at the time of the recording and actually you you just had uh you just also had the same like gut feeling this wouldn't be big but let us first go a little bit through what is actually happening what is changing and then I come with my argumentation why this actually doesn't change really a lot?
1: Well, hopefully you uh, read some of mo- my posts as well <laughs> in this regard. <laughs> um, well, in, in in general, there's a uh, quite a strong movement at the movement at the moment in in Germany when it comes to well, um, electronic securities, uh, crypto securities, and crypto assets. And in 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 the wake of this overall legislation, we uh, do see a lot of new uh, business opportunities and uh, development of a new market infrastructure. And um, um, now we had a change in the uh, German uh, so-called Capital Investment Code, which is uh, the German act, which deals primarily with investment funds. And um, they introduced, as you already pointed out, a kind of uh, maximum threshold where a typical uh, type of fund, the so-called special fund, may invest in crypto assets. So really we are, we are talking here about crypto assets like Bitcoin uh, and we're not talk, uh, talking about uh, tokenized securities, meaning electronic securities. Um, as a side note, uh, we introduced uh, uh, the electronic, uh, electronic Securities Act in Germany as well, which uh, uh, is going to enter into force as well. And um, where, electronic securities can be issued, for example, on the blockchain. But that's a, t- a totally different story. And uh, the question to what extent an investment fund may invest in this uh, electronic securities is rather questioned. uh yeah, with regard to these securities. But when we're talking about crypto assets, these are uh, uh, crypto assets like, uh, like, like the Bitcoin, which from my point of view has become a completely new asset class in the field of asset management. So that being said, um, of course, all the uh, market participants, meaning uh, banks, uh, 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 other financial institutions, um, investment companies, in in particular the fund industry, they are looking for new opportunities to uh, develop and structure and to establish investment funds, which are investing into crypto assets in this context. And uh, one really important uh, fund form is a so-called special fund. And, um, yeah, sorry, being a lawyer, I have to mention uh, a section. So this is Section 284 in the uh, German Capital, Capital Investment Code. And this uh, this particular fund, according to Section 284, um, this is a fund which typically uh, is owned or invested in by uh, institutional investors, such as German insurance companies, uh, pension funds and uh, which is a bit more uh, sorry for the German word here um, which is uh, more a German thing the so-called Versorgungswerke which uh, is kind of a, yeah a pension fund organization as well and uh, which are subject to diff- uh, diff- different uh, regulatory layer and this uh, one is uh, important uh, aspect we have to consider here, we have two layers of of, uh, regulations which apply We have on the one hand, we've got the fund layer. So all the regulations which apply to an investment company and the investment fund. And then we have the layer above, which means uh, there are regulations which apply to the investor. So when the investor wants to invest in the fund, it has to ensure that its investment meets certain criteria. For example, if it's a, if it's insurance company, they they have to uh, adhere to the so called principle principle of uh, rentability or uh, profit uh, profitability, or the principle of security and the uh, principle of liquidity. So when they look at an investment, they take these general principles, in general, into account, right, and. Um, from, from from that angle, uh, it's quite a no- novelty that the German legislator introduced that p- specific uh, crypto asset threshold um, in the context of that particular special uh, special fund. Right? So th- this is something new. And uh, since these 284 funds um, um, are held by institutional investors, they, and that's where many p- people think, the money will come from. So uh, these these special funds are held by institutional investors and, uh, and therefore uh, they've got quite a, yeah, some sort of power and they've got a lot of liquidity where they are able to invest in these, uh, potentially in the crypto assets. And then people start just uh, calculating it through by stating, okay, uh, how many billions are, are of assets uh, under management do we have in these particular so- of, sort of uh, investment fund? And they said, okay, these funds are permitted to invest up to 20% of their uh, net asset value into crypto assets. And then under the assumption that they will do so, they said, okay, this, this will open up a huge market and the uh, the whole thing will go mental and everybody's going to invest into uh, into these crypto assets now, nowadays, right? In particular, these funds. So... Um, I think this is uh, sounds promising, but I think the the general the overall reality looks different. That's uh, that's for sure. What you have to keep in mind is uh, in the past we we do have some sort of funds in Germany, which are a kind of uh, general special funds, different section in the German investment code, right? Uh, some kind of general uh, special funds, um, and uh, w- which are open ended. Uh, we do have hedge funds as well, which are similar to those, nearly the same. And, of course, we've got uh, some sort of special fund, all for institutional investors, because, for example, hedge funds may not be acquired uh, by uh, natural p- persons in Germany, so only suitable for professional semi- uh, semi-professional investors. Um, and we have closed-ended funds, which may invest uh, in assets of any kind. And these uh, three types of funds I mentioned, uh, I mentioned uh, were able to invest into crypto assets in the past already. And uh, uh, I have to admit, I, I don't know any fund which did so. Have been Most recently, as pointed out, we've got kind of, uh, we uh, introduced as a licensable banking business in Germany, the... Uh, Crypto asset custody uh, and there are others to to follow we introduced crypto assets uh, crypto assets in the German uh, banking act as well and uh, in other in other laws as well so there's a strong movement in this regard but when it comes to the setting up the investment funds where they you've got the uh, in- institutional uh investors with a big firepower in back um i haven't seen uh, seen a lot so far I don't I want to be a spoiler here, yeah, but we are kind of still at the beginning.
0: I may add, uh, we had, to, well, you've been talking about this law about um, tokenizing securities. We had uh, Professor Philip Sun uh, as an interview guest last year in September already, who's been talking about that. That was one of the things you've been referring to. And uh, the special funds, I would just translate them to institutional funds in Germany just for simplification. Simplification. I know I'm, I'm not a lawyer, I can do that, uh, but, but you can't. You have to be precise. Uh, basically, the idea was at the beginning, you have retail funds, uh, they're specially protected. All the retail investors can go in and you have the institutional funds basically all institutional um investors can go in that's most of the time something like banks insurance companies or all the usual investors but but a big share of um institutional investment is coming from very conservative entities especially public entities like parts of the german retirement system are public as well as insurance companies i just had one example for the Risk adversity of those funds. Germany's central retirement scheme paid 355 million euros in negative interest rate to keep their money safe in bank accounts instead of investing them with over, over five years. And of those institutional fund assets in Germany, I found that 74%, um, are denominated in euros, meaning they don't have even the risk of uh, currencies uh, moving against each other. For example, you invest in US dollars. The price in US dollars goes up, but the value of US gola- dollars goes down compared to euro. And then you end up still having less money. That's called FX, FX foreign exchange risk, FX risk. Now I get it. <laughs> and, um, that's basically, um, what they elimin- eliminated for almost 75% and i also saw that only 17.3% of the total equities are actually invested directly so that means 70.3% are di- of the total assets of the 1.8 trillion are invested in equities directly and they have much more than 50% in fixed income investment so that just shows you how risk averse those investors are and when they calculate uh, several hundreds of billions getting into cryptocurrencies i actually never bought it and that's why we make this um why we make this recording um but i was i was sure you you had something to add right
1: um uh, of course well you you're definitely uh, having a point here and um even if you are less risk averse as an institutional investors, investor, still there remains a question, uh, how is the investment company, and now we're talking about the, the lower level again, how's the investment company uh, dealing uh, with their internal risk management processes? Mm-hmm. Of course, if you invest in, uh, in, in Bitcoin, you can't apply your regular risk management systems, which you uh, applied to Securities in the past, because the volatility of the DAX, for example, is by far uh, by far less than, for example, the volatility of Bitcoin. Just to give uh, to to name our standard example here, and I think this, uh, this 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 makes it really difficult because you have to have to, uh, different uh, systems in place which have to be developed, and you have to think about it, how 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 you're going to uh, adapt and adjust your internal systems and uh and it's not only um and the the risk management we're looking at it's the overall infrastructure as well to a certain extent if you're setting up if if uh, if, if you're setting up an investment fund you usually have a depository hmm? the uh, the deposit takes care of the assets of the fund so um while uh and, and we introduced this as a new banking uh, business in germany which requires a license but uh, still, if you have a depository, uh, that depository has to have the infrastructure as well to, uh, yeah, safe keep uh, the uh, the crypto assets, which makes the whole situation more complex because we do not have the the the, the market infrastructure yet. We don't have the interoperability between the uh, investment company and the custodian slash depository, uh, and probably the investors as well. So. Uh, uh, there are a lot of companies working on financial uh, service participants who are working on this and trying to find solutions uh, in, in all different areas. But I do not see that there's uh, a massive movement at the moment uh, that uh, literally every uh, single institutional investor wants to invest into crypto assets. Hmm? I think in the, in the moment, it's still a bit more uh, like a sandbox or playground where uh, the people try to test uh, what's possible, where's the whole thing uh, developing. Um, and um, I, th- I think it's a good time to start thinking about uh, yeah, participating in the infrastructure, to gain some knowledge in the infrastructure, to, uh, to set up your uh, own systems, to search for a corporation partner, because... Uh, the next couple of years, there will be a strong move towards that direction. But this is at the moment more the infrastructure, not necessarily the investment side, right? And, for example, to give you another uh, uh, example, a German investment company has set set up uh, an investment fund, which uh, was set up just for institutional investors. And they had chosen a different, different approach. So they don't, don't really have a license as an inbe- asset manager in this context. They just have a kind of reg- a, um, a registered uh, investment company. So under the um, alternative investment funds, the European alternative investment funds uh, manager directive, you're able to res- register your, uh, yourself as an investment company if you're uh, managing uh, only uh, 500 million assets under management if you're not using leverage if you're using leverage it's only 100 million so they said we are going to set up a separate entity which is setting up a crypto assets fund which shall be filled by institutional investors and that shows that the the overall Infrastructure isn't there because in these particular circumstances you don't uh, you don't need a custodian or a depository, but they're trying to set it or uh, they they set it up similar to that and trying to to mirror the the standard structures here. But uh, as you pointed out, many uh, many of the funds uh, even use uh, use hedging, uh, 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 hedging instruments to hedge uh, any sort of um, Currency exposure in the funds, um, which will be difficult with with regards to any sort of uh, crypto assets, right? So, uh, what, what do we would like to ha- uh, to hedge here? Would we like to hedge uh, Bitcoin with uh, with Ether? <laughs> uh, it's it's, uh, it's not working like that. So you you have to have a completely different approach, and you have to uh, uh, you must not be risk averse, and your systems have to be adjusted completely different. So I rather expect that some of uh, some institution investors may think about investing on really small scale, uh, just to to, to to try it and to test it whether this uh, would be a new upcoming asset class. And uh, it was quite funny because uh, most recently I had a discussion with a, uh, uh, um, with a uh, lawyer from uh, from an, uh, another investment company from a, from an investment uh, a conservative investment company and he, he said uh honestly i'm not a big fan of all these crypto assets or what some court of uh, some sort of uh, billionaires uh, <laughs> uh, are able to manipul- mani- uh, manipulate by any sort of uh, twitter account or something like that and um, I, I think he was having a point there and which shows that they are not ready yet because they, they they don't know how to handle it and how, how to uh, con- control, for example, volatility and from a from a risk pers- uh, fr- from risk management perspective, right?
0: You have to be uh, have, to have some sort of endurance. Basically, what you meant is uh, that there will be investments, but very small amounts. So to say I, and there is lack of infrastructure, meaning a safekeeping entity. You have to keep in mind a securities custody comes from the time when you had like paper-based securities right. and you had to have someone with a big vault and you lock it up there. And that's still the same thought process. So you need somebody with a digital vault exactly. to keep your securities safe and that is not here yet even though there are some interesting startups for example we link down here in the show notes tangany from munich um with whom we did an interview who are providing this type of um of crypto uh, crypto deposit crypto custody solution um and you also made the point that in order to have institutional investors you need to hatch the risk, meaning uh, work with the derivatives in er- order to minimize the direction the currency goes, which is negative for you. So there need to be a more liquid um cryptocurrency derivatives market, meaning options, futures, swaps and stuff like this, that institutional investors can actually hatch. Nonetheless, I think I have an approximation um that we both believe there will be some very small investment it will be in my personal opinion far below even half a billion even though some people talked about like tens or hundreds of billions which will swarm the crypto markets <laughs> i actually do you believe it will be far below even half a billion. Just just to give you one example, hedge funds are around in Germany. I do believe since 2008, 2009 and so far only 0.26%. So meaning a little bit over 5 billion are actually invested in hedge funds here in Germany, which, of course, we are only focused on the institutional investors investing here within Germany. There are institutional investors investing abroad as well. That is all not covered, but just to give you a general idea what we're talking about here. So I think it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of money there and the. Legal rules have been changed for the institutional funds, but what has not changed is first the environment, meaning the safekeeping, meaning the secure, meaning the derivatives market. And, um, secondly, the uh, regulation on the level of the institutional investors, because that will also have to change before there can be any type of big investments. And again, um, we don't expect any big investment if this changes as well, maybe a few years down the road, we will have something like five million on the same level as hedge fund investments for cryptocurrencies here w- Would
1: you agree or you think even lower um, i I rather agree with you, let me put it that way um, <laughs> it's <yeah>. easier <laughs> it's easier no it's uh, b- b- but i think at the moment it's just happy guessing and uh uh. I, I think it's quite certain that we're not going to see that all of these uh, institutional funds are going to invest straight away 20% of their assets under management into uh, crypto assets. Because uh, this is really a complex asset class. Um, I kind of believe in the in that asset class. I think uh, it's in the process of, of, of establishing itself. and. Since we are talking about it, it shows that um, the co- the overall economy started thinking about it, and everybody kind of is into that mark- market infrastructure now. Thinks about how is this going to uh, to develop, uh, which direction is evolving, mm-hmm. and so this is definitely a, a also a new uh, asset class, as for example gold. Of course, you can always state, okay, um, gold is something which is physical, which I can uh, well, I can at least. Produce a nice ring, a nice ring out of it, but let, uh, at at the end of the day, um, it seems that all these crypto assets, or even only some particular, specific, uh, certain crypto assets, will be accepted as a currency by uh, by people. Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of believe in that value, and to that uh, that extent, here we do see the establishment of a complete new asset class, which of course requires a complete new market infrastructure. But I think it's, 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 it's the early beginning and um, uh, say never, never. But at the moment, I, I don't see that big market because volatility is uh, by far too strong. And um, I might want to mention one more thing here as well. The German regulator, regulator, the BaFin, they mentioned that you can also have uh, public mutual funds, meaning retail funds, for for everybody, which invest indirect uh, into crypto assets. So you may have the exposure of crypto assets in a in a a public mutual fund, in a retail fund, um, but this is dealt with uh, with kind of uh, derivatives, um, uh, ETCs. uh, Whatever, uh, which is in general possible, and of course these uh, these funds have to look at uh, risk management processes as well. And so so far, I haven't seen uh, or wasn't approached yet by any uh, client who is asking to uh, establish a um, a retail fund which has the exposure of crypto assets, well. but because I think it's it's the, the volatility is just too big, and it's, it's hard, the the prognosis is is, is hard, yeah. Hard. It's really hard to do and to estimate in which direction is the whole thing uh, going to. And that makes it so difficult. I believe in that asset class. Or, uh, um, now it's there and things developing. But oh. as long as the volatility of these products uh, is more stable, I think we are only going to see minor, invest, uh, minor investments in, the, in those funds or investments. Uh, be it indirect investment in crypto assets via a fund or direct uh, investments in crypto assets.
0: Yeah, me too. Again, this is not to bash cryptocurrencies. This no, is not at all. This to gi- is to give... Um, a real sense of regulation that nobody expects the crypto uh, portfolio to go up like crazy because German institutional investors are going to invest. This is not the case. They may nonetheless go, uh, go upwards like crazy, but it will most likely have nothing to do with German institutional funds. Marco. Yeah. It was a pleasure having you here. We, we We are already running at approximately 30 minutes recording time here, which is quite uncommon for us, especially for such a short bonus episode. Everybody who'd like to learn more, they can go down here in the show notes. There will be a link to your LinkedIn profile, Marco, as well as mine, as well as something like a blog post I wrote, which was the inspiration for this interview. And of course, I do believe we'll have you back for some other topics related to crypto, cryptocurrencies, fintechs or something else.
1: Yeah, it was, was a pleasure, Joe. Thanks very much for the invitation and uh, talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, bye-bye. You bye.
0: If you are a professional looking at the European startup scene, Germany is a place you cannot miss. Fortunately for you, there is startuprad.eo, the authority on German startups. This English-only podcast brings you fresh interviews each week. Most likely, you have never heard or read anything on these startups before in English, but you will in the future. Be ahead of the curve and subscribe to Startuprad.eo podcast or check for the startuprad.eo internet radio station. Check your Alexa for the StartupRad.io skill as well.